This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Now, we keep saying that Ukraine is fighting a multi-front war. Well, so is Russia. Their army is fighting Ukraine. Their economy is fighting sanctions. Russia may win the first front. But what about the second one? Well, that could be a long and painful battle, the second one. The Western sanctions are direct and biting. They target almost everything. Russian banks, Russian oligarchs, the central bank, the state media, airlines, even Putin himself. Russia is basically cut off from the Western market. This in itself is an act of war. It is called weaponization of finance. What does that mean? You see, such tough sanctions are seen during wars. Peacetime sanctions are less stringent. And technically, the US and Russia are not fighting. So many experts are calling these sanctions an act of war. Looking at the numbers, they're right. Let's focus on the ruble first. November is when the Russian military buildup began. Back then, one US dollar was worth 71 rubles. Today, 110 rubles. That's a 50% plunge in value. What about inflation? As of February 25th, it was 9%. And what is the official target? 4%. Remember, this is before the sanctions were announced. By the end of this year, 2022, it could be 17%. 17% inflation in Russia. That's what Golden, Goldman Sachs is forecasting. They're also forecasting an economic collapse. Russia was expected to grow by 2% this year. What is the revised forecast? Minus 7%. Russia's economy could shrink by 7% this year. What about the stock market? I wish I could tell you, but the Moscow Stock Exchange has been shut for four days. It is simply not trading. Here's what I can tell you, though. Russian oligarchs are feeling the pinch. Put together, they have lost $126 billion in the last few days. $126 billion. The Russian people are seeing all of this, the sanctions, the currency collapse, all of it, and they're responding with panic. I'm going to show you one interesting report. Putin launched the Ukraine invasion on the 24th of February. Overnight, Russians pulled a massive amount of money from their banks. How much? Around $1.3 billion within a day. These pictures should give you a better idea. Hundreds of Russians lined up outside ATMs. They wanted to withdraw money before the sanctions kicked in. Those consequences are very unpleasant indeed. I used to live in the 21st century, carrying having bank cards around. Everything is installed on my smartphone, all bank applications. I haven't even been using cash for five years probably. It will impact me strongly. I have to get a bank card, but I don't even remember how to live with it. That is precisely the problem. Russia may have built up impressive gold reserves. They may have de-dollarized their economy. But you still need Western technology. You need MasterCard and Visa. You need Android and Apple. And that is what will hurt Russians. Here's a list of companies pulling out of Russia. Apple, Airbus, Alphabet, that's Google and YouTube, Boeing, Disney, Facebook, Ford, Microsoft, Twitter, Netflix. The list goes on. Russia has not been cut Russia has not just been cut off from the 21st century market, they've been cut off from 21st century life. Where does that leave Vladimir Putin? He could look for backdoors, like cryptocurrencies, for instance. No single nation controls Bitcoin or Ethereum. They have special crypto exchanges, and most of them are opposed to banning Russia. Why is that? Because they say this is against their principle. 
The entire idea behind crypto is to eliminate government oversight, link people instead of governments. So crypto exchanges will continue working in Russia. And the numbers corroborate this trend. Bitcoin has risen 12% in the last five days. Ethereum is up 6%. And Binance, Binance Coin is up 11%. Clearly, crypto is a backdoor. The question is, how big is this backdoor? Around 12% people in Russia own cryptocurrency. That's simply not enough to blunt the sanctions. Plus, the crypto market is not like it's not a like-to-like -like replacement. And I'll explain what I mean when I say this. Russia's state-owned enterprises are worth $1.4 trillion. $1.4. The entire crypto market is worth only $1.9 trillion. It is not large enough to sustain a country like Russia. And this will worry Vladimir Putin. It should worry him. Already there is a massive anti-war sentiment in Russia. The last thing he needs is a recession. But that's exactly where Russia is heading. On Wednesday, the U.S. sanctioned Russian oil refineries. The White House says Russian gas is also on the radar. And if that happens, it is game over. You see, America too launched long and painful invasions. They fought for years in Afghanistan and Iraq. But there is a key difference. They had multinational coalitions supporting them. They had no sanctions to worry about. Russia has no partners and all the sanctions. Like I said, Putin may conquer Ukraine, but the war could leave Russia broke and rested.